0: Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez.
1: And the good times continue on another smoky treat edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. What's up, everybody? What's going on, Jimmy? Yo, yo. (laughs) with my guys, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, I'm merely jim rodriguez i always feel like i'm gonna mess up your guys' names we've been you, working i know, get,
2: i can always feel it
1: we've been yeah. working each i mean you know the other day facebook reminded me we have been doing this for over two years now
2: yep and i can always feel that you're like i'm gonna Cause, say cause, somebody's name i'm gonna call you you, you and, can
3: tell he does his rounds you know it's like you have a lot of girlfriends and you're like <laughs> yep
1: i've watched I, this jennifer so hey. hey that's why i call <laughs> everybody baby hi baby oh baby <laughs> I've seen Top Gun 300 times already because they the damn movies, but I always want to call you Eric Ocampo. I don't know why. It sounds better. Maybe you guys are EOC, IOC. Maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe. I don't know what his problem is with the names, but hey, <laughs> I'm listen, bad with names. we love you anyway, Jimmy. Yeah,
1: man. And we're back at it again. Another great edition of the podcast coming up. We're going to have some aged rums
4: mm.
2: today. Oh, boy, that sounds good boy, to me. Right?
1: With our fine Corinthian leather. So it'll oh, be yeah. it'll be nice. We're gonna talk to our buddy Ozzy Gomez, who is quite the cigar lounge impresario. That he is. Right? That Down he is. here in South Florida. He's got a new joint coming out. So we're gonna talk into that. We're gonna talk about uh what you guys look for when you go to a cigar lounge is it is it is it chisme is it good times Is That's it is qu- is it quiet
2: is it the chisme, by the way for the lady for non uh spanish speakers chisme is uh, gossip
1: yeah i mean what you know is is it is it a robust dominoes game that my local shop always has we'll get into that and how about going to the butcher shop for a cigar Well, Ah, we'll explain that. Mm. that's what we call a tease in this business, right? Right? And Jennifer's a tease, too. That's a different story. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jasper.
0: Caballeros, que fumon.
2: All right, boys. We are smoking the tatuaje Tuxla lomo de cerdo. Ah, bueno. Lomo de cerdo uh, translates to pork tenderloin. So, uh, as you can imagine, this is a, for like long-time tatuaje fans, they will know the pork tenderloin. That was a highly sought-after uh, limited edition back in 2010. And so this time, we have the pork tenderloin in Spanish, Lomo de Cerdo. It is a 5 and one eighth, uh by 52 Robusto. So a little like a Robusto extra, just a tiny bit extra. Uh, made in, in uh, My Father's Cigars in Nicaragua, obviously where every tatuaje is made. The wrapper on this, unlike the pork tenderloin, which had a broadleaf rack, uh, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, this one has a uh, Mexican San Andres. Hence the name Tuxla. Mm. Uh, San Andrés Tuxla comes from San Andrés Tuxla, which is the name of the town. And uh, so the filler and the binder Nicaraguan, twelve dollars a stick. Uh, As I mentioned, it is an extension of that. I mean, I don't know if he's calling it an extension of the pork tenderloin, but it's obvious, right? Even the even the way that that the original pork tenderloin and this lomo de cedo are packaged, yes, it's like a butcher. Yes, that's it the looks best like, part. Yeah, it looks like you've you you just went to the butcher and picked up uh, you know some pork. Ooh. So and that's what the cigar. So that's what the package like a twenty five count bundle that's wrapped in butcher paper. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah,
1: and that way you can also fake it if all of a sudden, you know, your significant other thinks you're buying too many cigars. No, I went to the shop. I went, I went yep. to the butcher shop, see? And, yep. and And in a very, very, very nice, you know, uh, humble uh, sort of label, you know, band, you know. Yeah. White and green with tuxla and, and written, and written on yeah, it. Yeah,
2: tatuaje labels are typically, this is probably on the high end of luxury. Splashy, splashy. <laughs> for For tatuaje label, Colorful, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh so yeah, this that's that's uh, that's what we're working with here. It's the bundle of twenty five is like three hundred bucks. This is a limited edition, mm-hmm. just like the pork tenderloin. So it's about three hundred bucks for a twenty five count bundle, and we I've smoked a few of these
4: so far, so good,
2: and uh, I'm a fan personally. So, now, uh but I'd, I'd like to get you you guys' thoughts on. Well, be,
1: before before that, the, I, I noticed that when when I when I cut the cigar, it had a little pigtail on it.
2: Yeah, so it it is. It's uh, fashioned with a little tight pigtail at the top and a finished like or a covered foot. So if you noticed, you were lighting wrapper there when you were first lighting the cigar.
3: Tasted delicious. Yeah, just
2: yeah. a wrapper. That
3: little shaggy <laughs> that, foot there. That little tasted
2: initial. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, right. Super sweet and creamy and nice. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I don't know. You know. that's a topic for another show. How you feel about covered foots and shaggy foots and things like that? Uh, I I can go the rest of my days without another covered foot or shaggy foot or any of that. Like I don't. It, it's not for me. I don't love it. Well, I, I I end up with like little, you know, little bits of tobacco everywhere ash uh, after I light because. You know, it's not as compact. Yeah. Just, just like
1: you. I have right in front of me, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't. you
2: know, I, I'm not, the, sometimes if, if we're doing it for for ratings or something really serious that I'm smoking a cigar or the guys in front of me, I'll, I'll light it that way. But if I'm just smoking for pleasure, half the time I, I cut that off. Really? Yeah. You're it a just, circumciser, huh? I am. I'm <laughs> a circumciser. A um, I it.
3: like it. I, I like leaving it on there. You do? Yeah. It makes it easier to light. And, and then you get that little bit of, you know, just, yeah. just, just wrapper flavors. It's just flavors. fleeting for one second, for
2: one puff. Yeah.
1: I would imagine, like, if, if you're not, maybe you're a novice to the cigar world, and all of a sudden you see you're like, well, is this cigar okay? What, what happened to this cigar here?
2: Yeah. But what about the flavor notes, right? Initially, right? We just lit them. But uh, what are you guys getting?
1: I'm getting way in the back, just a tiny bit of, like, spice which is good i like it it's very very muted it's but it but it's there it almost tells me like maybe it's going to get spicier a little bit i don't know but i i feel i, I way in the back there am I, am I getting that
2: oh no there's there's definite spice there for sure uh i wouldn't call it muted though i would call it balanced because it's the balanced. yeah the spice is there but the sweetness is there to to balance it out uh there's that there's earthy notes but they're not Overpoweringly earthy. There's pepper, but it's not over. I mean, it's really to me a really well balanced. There's a lot going on. There's, there's dark chocolate there. There's quite a bit of it for me, but again, still in balance. So I don't know. What, what about you, Ivan?
3: It's. I find it to be a typical like Pete Johnson like like product. It's, it's always very complex. It has a you, what, lot. Of is flavor. that a good good thing? Thing or a good thing? Okay. I always get so many different flavors, and of course, looking for that balance. You know, where anything where it's not just a lot of like anything that's predominantly up in your face um I, I get like on this particular one i get a lot of sweetness especially coming out of straight out of the the wrapper when i first lit it and then the wood uh like black pepper and then i get like a like a bit of a licorice like uh yeah it's almost a good- like it's like a minty like pepper or something that's back way at back the end in there, way yeah. back there
1: yeah, I mean I, I think that's that's a testament to, to Pete and and the folks at that how there is so much going on, but yet nothing is overpowering the other sort of flavor or aroma or note. It's all it's all perfectly symmetrical. And that's that's an amazing thing to do.
2: Yeah, and the uh you know, so obviously these cigars are made at my father's cigars by but being and Jaime and, and their team, right? So everything that Tatuaje produces is made there. So you can't, you can't leave them out of that. You know, kudos, right? Uh, just I, I loved it. I loved it the first couple times I smoked it. I smoked one last night. Uh, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm digging the cigar. Loving the tenderloin. I am. And, you know, sometimes this is the, so you know how most of the times like a company will say, oh, we, we, we have this small batch of cigars because we were able to get this tobacco that we can't use over and over and over. Right. Mm-hmm. Half the time it's just marketing. And then there, then there's other times that it's real and it feels real with this one. Cause this, this has a complexity in the flavor profile that is hard to get in a regular production cigar. It's there, right? When you look at our cigars of the year, they have that complexity. That's why they win. But but that's hard to get to in a production cigar that you're going to make over and over and over and over. So this feels, this feels like, yeah, you were only able to make 8,000 bundles of this. Yeah, I'm going to better believe I, I bought a bundle.
1: What I, what I feel, and, and, and you tell me if I'm off base here, th- this almost feels like a me time cigar. This, is, this almost feels like a little time of quiet reflection, may, maybe some celebration, but this is just me time. You know, maybe whether I'm at the lounge or at the house, because there's so much happening here that you, yeah, don't, sure. you almost don't want to be too distracted with, you know, you know, having conversation. It just this is very like uh, self, you know, self time, you know, me time, re- reflection time. It, it, it's awesome. But I almost you almost don't want to share it with anybody. The, the, the experience you're having with the cigar, it's not a golf cigar,
3: for example, right. it's not one year you're throwing down on the floor and not paying attention to and taking a shot.
2: Yeah. You know? I, and, and I think, I think what you're trying to say, Jim and, and Ivan, I think it's that every time you take the puff, every time you draw in the smoke, you kind of, you savor it right? because it's so flavorful and there's so much going on. I think that's what you're trying to say. And that's why you're like sort of hoarding that, but it's just that every puff, has Mm -hmm. tons of stuff that you like and enjoy and none of the bad stuff that you don't like. And you almost don't want to miss anything that's happening, So that's why you don't want to use it on a golf course. However, it's a $12 cigar. It's a limited edition $12 cigar. And again, I have to say it because whenever we go over the top gushing on a product like we kind of are right now, I do want to say this is not paid for. Right, right. Not at all, right? So uh pete johnson at the moment isn't even an advertiser in the magazine so i don't want anyone to think oh my god oh yeah of course you're gushing it you're, you're getting a cut of something no nothing nothing oh no, this thing's good we like the cigar at, at least i do
1: i'm getting the experience that, that's what it is it's so good so good all right so we'll we'll, we'll check back on 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 our boy in, in, in a second but right now time for little x's and o's
0: x's and o's
1: all right, and our question comes from our guy Julius Carter, and I had to check to see if this was real from <laughs> yeah. Effingham, Effingham, Illinois. Not effing
2: you, not effing me, not effing them, just, but effing him. They just have a they have a problem with him. <laughs> That's it. See, <laughs> I'm not like, a ham guy, by the way. Okay, I, we 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 may have to stop this. No, we, I don't think we can be friends anymore.
1: No, but see, listen, I I was blessed. <laughs> I was blessed with a a saint of a mother who, the only Cuban woman that didn't like to cook. Okay. Okay. So every day for lunch was a ham sandwich, white bread, mayonnaise, and ham. Not a piece of lettuce, not a tomato, not a little mustard, white bread, mayonnaise, and ham. Yeah.
4: That's
2: rough.
1: For, you know, decades. And so I'm not a ham guy. I don't. Oh, I don't dig I'm on sorry, ham. but
2: jamón serrano. No, I'm
1: not. Spanish ham. No, I mean, you know, you make exceptions every once in a while, but you know, oh, and so
2: you know. So I, anyway, for you, Effingham is Effing, actually, Effingham is, is perfect. You works. should live in Effing, Effingham. Effingham.
1: Effingham, my friend. And cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I like the cheese part. But <laughs> Julius says, "Hey, he loves the show, so already he's off to a good start." Uh keep up the great work. At any rate, my question is about cigar lounges, all right? Our favorite things. My options are limited in town. And by the way, we looked up Effingham, 12,000 people. It's 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 on I-70 between St. Louis and Indianapolis. All right? So No one eats ham. Right? <laughs> Effing hands, not, not, not one not, of those twelve one thousand five hundred. Effing big cities too. Uh, so his options are limited, but he loves to check out cigar lounges when I travel, which is quite frequently. I look for spots that have a good selection of smokes, top shelf bourbon, out a boy. And and that sometimes is like a pipe dream. Uh, what do you guys look for in the cigar lounge, and what are your some of your standout lounges from your travels? So we'll start with you, Mister Calvino. Uh,
2: what I look for, so. Again, we're going to talk to Ozzy later on the show, mm-hmm. which is which is cool that we have this feedback right. when we've got Ozzy coming on. Good job, Julius. Timing is everything. Yeah. Uh, so, so Ozzie will be able to talk about this kind of stuff because the guy owns several lounges and is about to open up a new one. So, uh, so it depends what I'm what I'm into at the moment. So, do I want do I want to hang out and have like a little bit of a party atmosphere, or do I want to just chill, maybe have a cup of coffee? And maybe do some work, or maybe just chat. So, it that all depends. But the one thing that has to go across the board that I, I want every place to go that I go to is clean toilets, cig- clean toilets. You got it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, is I want I want a decent selection of cigars. Right. right? That's that's my number one criteria across the board because I can live with like let's say you don't have top like like old Julius here if you don't have top shelf bourbons. I can live with a, with an old fashioned maid or I can live with some. You know, I I can get around, but if but you see, being a cigar guy, when I walk into a cigar lounge or a cigar shop, I always buy a cigar. Like even even mm-hmm. if I have something that I really want to smoke, I I buy something because that shop you know those lights don't stay on for free, right? So I always buy, and so man, I hate I hate to not have a selection. You know, like sometimes you walk into some cigar bars. And they have like a little, a little tiny closet, and and all they have is just, you know, big name brands that that right. maybe don't don't have something you want. Right, right. Um, and so for me, the number one thing is. So I, how about we do that? Why don't we all like the number one like non negotiable? How about that? Or if you want to do a different thing. Anyway, for me, the non negotiable is non negotiable
3: is uh, is a cigar selection. Ivan, <sighs> I don't know. Um... I love the experience, you know, I'll, I'll usually head for, I mean, we have a lot of connections and we know a lot of great places out there. Uh, if I have to drive somewhere, um, uh, I'd like to go to some, some place that I'm going to get something that it's going to like, wow me. So for example, there's plenty of places like this. So like any of the Rocky Patel burn lounges, you know, uh, corona cigars in orlando i'm just giving some examples these are almost like destination like cigar places and i love the little moment but like that aren't chain tiny i love those because again i go in there for the selection and conversation with people i love it but if i have a chance if i'm traveling somewhere i'm looking for somewhere that you know i want to i want to go experience this you know so it's i'm almost looking for a theme park
2: (laughs) so uh one thing that I want to keep clear, the guy asked for lounges. So, not Not, not just, shops. Yeah, not just shops. Not so shops we're that have a really, chair you can sit down correct, and smoke. Correct. Yeah, we're talking lounges. So, do they... You know, what, So, what did you want, Jim? What, did you, what do you well, look for?
1: you know, it's funny. I travel a lot. And so, one of the first things that I check into is, all right, where am I going to have a cigar? You know, and, and to me, what I don't find a lot of, and maybe because of the laws between smoking, is to me, I always look, do they have food? Because to me, I want to be in that lounge for a couple hours. You know, I, I'm carving out time to be there, and you know, you're getting into a cigar. Maybe they have a bar there, and I get I get hungry. You know, I get hungry. So if they don't have food, and I've always felt weird, like do I order like 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 takeout service and, and yeah. or delivery service, or do they bring it in? Is that cool to eat? Need to order food and eat if they don't have a restaurant. So if if you have food there, and it doesn't need to be like five star, but uh, if you have food, that's always great for me. But I think for the most part is is someone, if there's a little bit of, of attention to detail, you walk in, hey, how you doing? Especially, I mean, the thing about lounges is Unless you're like in a in a in a Las Vegas, you know, where, where they get a lot of traffic, you know everybody that they know you're this is the first time you've walked into that place. So as long as there's a little attention, hey, you good. I don't need them holding my hand necessarily, but hey, you good, you all right, you need anything, let me know. And if they have any sort of coffee, that that'd be great. Cause I'm a big coffee. Coffee and cigars. I'm a big coffee and cigar guy. So if they don't have coffee, that's almost like a strike for me. Yeah. I need I need a little cafecito, and sure. not even cafecito, but it'll be it can be American coffee. It doesn't need to be any triple pump latte, spin upside down, none of that stuff. It could just you got some coffee, oh great, boom, then I'm good. But then and then what I like to do is is I'm a bit of a, of a voyeur when it comes to cigar lounges. All right,
3: no so, surprise there. So
1: I mean, there is no better thing to do than the people watch, right? Sure. So sit there, light up a smoke, have a have a, have a nice coffee, and then just watch. Watch the human zoo happen. You know what I mean? Whether it's, you know, there's a lounge by my house where they have, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot of old timers that go there, you know, which is great. And they have a domino table and everybody's going crazy. It's the most passionate game of dominoes. It's not very quiet in there at all. So it's hard to get any work done, like Zoom calls or anything like that. But I love that because I love to see what what the, you know, what, what is the human zoo going to do for me today? But other places you just, I love I love just to watch the 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 people come in the dynamics and you know gosh if if it's and if you have some sisters of the leaf that's even better because then it really turns into sort of a
3: you know uh, an experience I'll tell you what I don't like I don't like the shops that have A bunch of customers that are just buried into their laptops or, you know. I was going to get to that. Yeah, I I like conversations, you know, just talking, talking cigars, talking anything, but the people that are just to themselves and everybody's just like locked with with
1: their headphones on. Yeah, that's. I mean, the big headphones, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, like these things. So, so I just, I started uh, as you guys were talking, I started to just jot down a few of of the notable shops from our travels that I thought were worth mentioning, right? So I haven't mentioned Burn. Right. There's locations in Naples, uh, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, uh, Oklahoma, uh Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. And I think they're, they're working on other locations, but that one is worth checking out. Like that's a destination. Uh, Corona in Orlando and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Those are fantastic. Smoke in. Smoke in here in Boynton Beach, Galeano, which is Ozzy's place, who we'll talk to later. Galeano, and Coral Gables, if you've never been, it's definitely worth checking out, and the new place is going to be killer. So you'd want to check that out too. Just about all the Casa de Monte are good, right? Right. Well, the one in Vegas is great. One in Vegas the is Caesars, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you have like industrial in Texas. Where uh, is Where is um, Industrial based out of? Is it? Uh,
3: gosh, I forget I the remember. town. Me, me too. All the new. I like you know the New York stores. I was, are,
2: yeah, I was going to say Carnegie.
3: Davidoff. So I saw I saw great. Nick
2: Nick Perdomo was at this place
1: in So in Soho the other day. I think I think it's called Soho Cigar. Oh, been there, yeah, yeah. That place looked
2: really good. You know, that's I, a cool spot. It's it's different. It's a uh, it's a cigar it's a cigar bar that's unlike any other. It's it very unique. It yeah, it has a they have food. It's a very different vibe. Now right? I will say this.
1: I will say this, and I won't mention the lounge because because they're they're friends of mine. But what I what I what, it's a bit of a turn off for me. Is most of these places have members areas, right? And you know, you know, they got to make their money. That's where you go back there, and obviously, it's 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 more expansive. You have your lockers. Maybe you can do your roommate, your own stuff in the back. But I always feel like the the sort of the the pedestrian area should be as as welcoming in as the members area. You know what I mean? And sometimes there have been some lounges mean where the, pu- the
2: public area yeah. should be as yeah.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I feel like you're just you're just there, and they. They're, you know, you're not a member. Okay, whatever. Here you go.
2: Here. You know who who I think has that in the reverse? Uh, so right here also in town, another great cigar bar, Smoke on the Water. Mm-hmm. Smoke on the Water is the inverse. Like if you're like the members only area, it's not as fun to be at as you're the isolated. public area. You're isolated. Yeah. You're almost isolated. And right? so, but, but that really works because what happens is with a place like that, you do have the best of both worlds. Like if I want that just party atmosphere, have a good time, there's people, there's conversation that you're hanging out, you can be in the public area. But if you need to talk and be quiet, you can go to the members area. So right. it's kinda it's kinda cool that way. Um and so by the way, industrial cigar that I was mentioning earlier, which is another Frisco. killer lounge, is Frisco. Uh, just,
3: it just popped up. Pulled it I out, remember.
2: huh? Yeah. So there's too many to mention, right? Too Obviously. Many. But Another thing I do want to say is if you go on to cigarsnob.com and go to the travel section, you'll see that every time we go to a city, mm-hmm. we talk about the best shops and lounges that we found in that I mean, city.
1: I use it when I travel. I'm I'm, I'm always like... Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so for a long time, people
2: would save the magazine mm-hmm. so that they could have that. And so, oh, yeah, I'm going to you know Utah next month, right? Because it's not that easy to find cigar shops in certain places. So uh, so yeah. And, and uh, New York, we got Carnegie. You have... Davidoff is a lounge but not a cigar bar. Uh Club Macanudo. Talk about one with food. The food at Club Macanudo is excellent. Yeah. yeah. Excellent food for a cigar shop or, or a cigar lounge. So uh man, that, it's a great question. We could go on forever talking about this, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and and kinda like cigars, it depends what you're what you're in for. I mean if if it's you know, if it's noon, maybe it's a little quieter. Yeah, that's what I was you gonna know, yeah. You know, as opposed to if it's you know, 10 o'clock at night. You're looking for a little action, you know, a little, little looking for know, some action, you know. A That's little.
3: not the first time, Jim's. Nope, that. nope, nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're looking for action at noon. You never know, you yeah. know. It, it all depends, you know.
2: But, uh, but I would like to hear, I would like to hear what what you guys, uh, what you guys think are some of your favorite lounges from across, you know, the the country or the world. Uh, <clears throat> so, excuse me. So, if you can, uh, drop us a line. Questions yeah. at cigarsnobmag.com. And let us know what your favorite shops are. Or lounges. Sorry, I keep saying shops.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's Eight in Vegas, uh Wellington's in 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 Fayetteville or or you know, Empire and in, in Brickle here in Miami. Another excellent
2: one. Again, I mean uh, we're obviously blessed down here. We have that place is an just, embarrassment em, of riches. Empire
1: is just sexy. Oof. It's just in Wellington's is pretty sexy too. Uh it's just and but that's actually like a restaurant and a lounge and they do. They have poker nights over there so if you're yeah if you're in the fayetteville area check check them out cool um,
3: good stuff over there
1: all right
2: good stuff. our villager has something good to talk about now
3: well the next time you go head to one of these lounges that we just pointed out i got something for you to check out it's the new villager nicaragua so let me tell you about villager's new latest limited edition The new Villager de Nicaragua, Edición Limitada 2022. This special cigar makes a great first impression with its silky Sumatra wrapper and skillfully crafted torpedo shape that creates an immediate impression upon first glance. Jimmy loves a torpedo. Oh. That's my (laughs) my jam. That's another thing he hasn't said in a while. (laughs) Under its glistening wrapper, a sturdy Mexican binder holds rich fillers from Pennsylvania and Nicaragua, the key components to the deep, complex flavor experience it presents. Medium to full in body, its top-tier villager creation offers a wealth of balanced flavors with bright tones of oak, dried berries, cocoa, coffee, rich earth, and natural sweetness. The new Villager de Nicaragua Edición Limitada 2022 is made at the new Villager Factory in Nicaragua, a collaboration with the iconic Hoya de Nicaragua Cigar Company. After almost two years of construction, the -the state-of-the-art factory was completed at the end of September 2021 in Estelí. The Mecca of Nicaraguan of the cigar industry. Amen, amen. Villiger aimed to create a modern production facility that produces premium hand rolled cigars for all Villiger markets worldwide. This Villiger de Nicaragua de Silla Limitada is expressed in a single six by fifty two box press torpedo and comes packaged in a twenty in twenty count boxes. This garnered high marks from professional tasters everywhere, including a lofty 92 in our own Cigar Snob magazine. This is a limited edition you won't want to miss out on. Go out and ask your local tobac- tobacconist for the Villager Nicaragua today.
4: Ooh. Indeed.
3: I'll throw in
2: the tobacconist into the ad read just, right? to make, just for the added like, <laughs> level of difficulty. Well,
1: you know, if, if there's anybody who's a wordsmith, anybody who's a linguist, <laughs> Uh,
3: Ooh, it's IOC. Oh boy, that we, may be the first time yeah. I've heard that. We, we exchanged uh, tobacconists for torcedores. Which ah, went. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's
2: good. That was a higher. That's good. Higher
1: degree. That'll torcedor, That'll do that to your tongue. There. Listen, I saw the door open. I saw Jasper walk in with mm. some uh, with a big smile on his yeah. face. That means that the rums are here. And I even saw I even saw Chente the horse. He he was licking his chops over there. That wasn't sugar he had in his mouth. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. He had some rum. So it's time, thanks to our buddies at Total Wine and More, for our perfect
0: pairing. And now, Perfect Pairings, brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze.
1: Yeah, I wasn't kidding. That was Jasper over there hanging out. You know, thank you, Jasper. And, and of course, Yami's here with our. Collections. Whoa. Well, okay. you don't listen, Jasper. Well, okay, buddy. Jasper. I think I called him out because he he told his wife he wasn't drinking anymore. He's not drinking any less, but he's not drinking anymore. Yeah, so. he got pissed. <laughs>
4: so,
1: <laughs> like, Sorry, I Jasper. I am listen. I might go out the back door this time because because I think he's oh, going to be waiting for me out front." You. <laughs> he was his spurs were jingling and jangling, boy, with that one. <laughs> All right, A, B, and C, three different rums aged rums so when you say aged rums what are we talking are we talking five years ten years
2: yeah so aging in rums is uh is a tricky conversation right rums don't have any real regulatory oversight so they can say whatever they want okay now for the most part uh rums are for the most part honest Mm -hmm. right so that's why you know rums from a reputable distiller that that you trust is important right because it's not like single malt scotch or bourbon that have that very strict rules that they have to follow and that they're they're policed uh, even tequilas are policed rum is not it's like a wild wild west category so and there's different kinds of aging there's solera aging and then there's straight aging so and there's a difference and we can, you know, we we talked for a long time if we're going to get into the specifics of the two, but Solera aging is a blending of ages mm. and they, they arrive at a number. Whoa, these are serious pores. <laughs> yes. This is oh, yeah. this is business. Good thing. Get the mattresses. Yeah. Thank God she brought empanadas before. <laughs> I hate saying empanadas. The so empanadas. They're, they're, they're empanadas. <laughs> and hopefully they'll have some jalapenos on there too. Yep. Yeah,
1: but man, talk about. But the thing is, y- Yami comes over here smelling all nice, and you know it's, it's distracting over here trying to drink some rum. And all, so I'm like, hmm, there's like a, there's like a princess walking around here. <laughs> all right, so A, B,
2: and C, we've got um, this one's pretty dark, man. It's dark, so, so we'll, very dark. Uh, finally, to answer your question, age rum. You know, anything that has an age statement because. Uh, rums that don't have an age statement—they're not aged. They're like well drinks, right? Mm-hmm. They're for mixing, right, right? right? And so these are these are meant to be. We Sipped. could have called it. We could have called it sipping, sipping rums. Right. We could have called it any of that, right? We wrote aged rums in the show it's, notes. It sounds better. It could have been called sipping rums.
4: I mean,
3: I, this is kind of a new like evolution in rum because I think back in the day, I mean, they were all kind of like lighter. They weren't as you know, for it, sure. Yeah, they were all lighter, meant to be mixed, I guess. And you would try to sip them, and they were all. Very thin and
2: they were bland. Tough. They were rough on... on there this, is on this rough.
3: So, so this is sugar. very caramel
4: looking, very s- sweet to the nose. Mmm.
2: Yeah, but it is sweet, but it's it's
3: not full, full, full on is the that nose. Oak? Is that oak? You smell... Is that the... Yeah, for sure.
2: Ooh, it's aged
3: in oak? Yeah, but
2: it doesn't have all of the the caramels and uh and i
1: tell you what candy apple for products, for someone who's who's getting over the sniffles over here this this is going to be great this is going to open up everything
3: it's like nicole
1: a nice a nice hug to the throat very
4: nice not a lot of heat at the end of it no
2: it it is balanced because it's got the wood and the sweetness are kind of imbalanced it's not overly sweet and it's not overly woody um Let's see what it does with the Lomo here, with, with, yeah, with, with the Tuxla. There's not a lot, a lot going on, though, in, in, my, in my view with A. It's, it's kind of like a tame. Yeah.
3: Movie. I, get, I can put coke room. in this. And not feel like you've committed a crime? Not feel like it. Correct.
2: Very balanced,
1: but nothing spectacular.
2: Right? Yeah. Fair? Yeah, I'm with you. You're downing it as if it was your job. <laughs> well, it is kind of. No, but you know what? It does it it works well with the lomo, believe it or not. I think it's not too high of an alcohol. I think it's like a I think it's like a 40%er. Mhm. Yeah. It's not it's not high.
1: Yeah, and there's no and there's no heat at the end of it. That's what makes it very
3: light. I have no idea. I have no idea what we're tasting, but I want to say this is a Bacardi product. Okay. Why is that? It it tastes not like a regular Bacardi. It tastes like a higher, uh, mm-hmm. a, a premium, like, Bacardi expression. But it has that, like, that little bit of their, like, signature flavor. I think. I don't know. I'm going on a limb here. We'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know. But but it is, I think that what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. sorry if I keep trying to translate, <laughs> but I think people sometimes understand things different ways sure. when you say the same thing, but you say it in different ways. Yeah. So I think and tell me if I'm right it's a bit it feels a bit watered down. It doesn't. It does feel aged, but yeah, I th- I but thi- watered down.
3: I don't know. It just reminds me like of something I've had with Bacardi Cause, before. Because
2: that's what to me that's what happens with with some of the bigger producers. Uh-huh. Right. Is that they get too watered down and that's why that's why I said that it felt like a 40% alcohol by volume, right? Because it feel, cause that's, they basically water it down to get to 40%. But okay. I like higher ABVs. I always do. Mm-hmm. Like you get more intensity of everything. And so, right. I mean, it does,
3: it does play well. There's nothing wrong with it, though. It
1: does play well with the cigar. Again, nothing spectacular,
3: but it's good. So it's almost like, like Havana Club, Matusaleng, Bacardi. Like it's, it tastes like one of those like conglomerate, like big, Rum producers.
2: Okay, while well, like, I, I do agree with you, but I wouldn't throw matusalem in with.
3: Sorry, no. Even I, though, I mean, it just, even
2: no, even though that's what it tastes like.
3: Um, like an well, it tastes like almost like uh Havana but, Club, but a much more. Even though I don't drink a lot, but I've had it before the Cuban one. It tastes like an older, like okay. more refined.
1: But I see where you're going, Ivan. Mean, it also it also feels like it's not a sin if you would put some cola in there sure it it wouldn't be like the worst thing in the world Yep. whatever company makes this
2: will never advertise on this podcast
1: (laughs) no no we're not not saying it's terrible
2: we're just saying it's it's you know it's it's good (coughs) it's it's, that's my only contribution yep whoever this is is like (laughs) fuck effing those guys (laughs) from
1: effing it maybe that's maybe it wasn't jasper maybe it was that guy who just slammed the door all right should we move to b yeah. Okay. See <laughs> who <So laughs> also can piss off. <laughs> the day is young, my friend. The day is young. All right. So this one is a little uh, little
4: lighter, a little more goldish. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's see what it smells like here. All right. So this has a much more Yeah. That's better. Full-bodied mouthfeel. Right? Like it's That's better. Mhm. Even though you know the flavors are, oof, let's yeah. say, yeah, it definitely. No, it's just it's viscose, right? Like it's thick. Like you, now, I feel I feel like all right. Now I'm drinking something aged that hasn't been watered what's, down. What's past that? This what's point. that finish?
1: What's that finish at the end? It's not hot. It's not heat. But it, it's sort of like
3: it's 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 kind of like a. This is like a Barbados, Haiti. I think you're 100 percent right.
2: In terms of Caribbean.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Caribbean. It feels
2: Caribbean. Uh, you know, I really like this. Yeah, me too. I think the finish is outstanding. It's different. This is, if you wanted a rum that was going to sit right in between these super sweet sipping rums and the classic dry rums of the Caribbean, like the classic ones, the old Cuban ones, the old Puerto Rican ones. That were that were dry that were used very, that obviously mixed very well in cocktails. This guy sits now, right smack in the middle of that, right? Like it has some dryness. Like you Is that some coconut or something I'm know, tasting you, at the like end? It's like tannins. You have tannins in your in your mouth, they're gripping your tongue. Yeah. Right? So it does have some oak tannins, but it has some sweetness. And I love the thickness of it, the viscosity. This there. this is you're on the beach.
1: Yeah. you're on the really beach nice. with this one.
2: You're on the beach. Yep. For sure, I'm digging this. For sure, it's
3: very good.
1: How does it? How does it play with?
2: Uh, it's with not the cigar? like it's not a a monster on the nose, but on the palate, it's super
3: rich. I like I like how it plays with the cigar because it it's not your typical again big brand regular rum. It 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 feels it tastes like it should be something elegant and complex, and I think that goes well with all the complexity that the cigar has.
2: Oh, you were out of breath on that. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> I, I'm I'm just digging the finish on this. Finish is so good,
4: tropical, very.
2: Like I'm sitting it's under a little bit of what you're talking about now,
1: right? A little bit. It's not coconut, but there's
2: something there, what, you know, at, at the very end. What what is agricole rum? Agricole is a uh, is a, a subcategory of rum, uh huh? But those are plantation rums, right? Uh, that I believe they do not use molasses. They use sugar, sugar cane, cane. What they call sugarcane honey, right, which is that first press of of sugarcane.
3: Uh, that's I so believe that that's Maybe the, it's not coconut. Maybe it's like a sugarcane. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But there's something there that it, 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 it's kind of like a there's there's something different about it. And and you know me, different is always good. Me too. I
2: different you know, is I, always I really good. enjoy it. I, I haven't focused too much on how it does with the cigar.
4: But that, you
2: know, I, I took a sip, and then maybe 30 seconds later, I took a puff. That's really nice. So good. So good. See, It may it. You know what it, what it does on, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to focus a little bit on the pairing because we haven't, mm-hmm. we didn't do a lot of it with A. <laughs> we didn't focus too much on the pairing with A because I think we were kind of like, eh, you know, kind of fell flat. But on this one. What's happening is the, the, the pepper and earth are like, they're right. almost like wiped out and you're left with the that delicious chocolatey creaminess of the cigar when you have it with the rum and some caramel in there too.
3: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I really like these two together. Truth be told, I can have this cigar with anything. It's Is that so, true? No, enjoying, that's true. I'm really enjoying the cigar. There's, you know, like, sure.
2: and that's a you know that's a really good point. Because you could have this.
3: You could have this with some tea, anything.
2: <laughs> you could have it, it, and it's true. So when you start off with with such a good product, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not a overly powerful cigar, and it's not mild, so you're kind of in that sweet spot of you can kind of it's super flexible. You can go with anything. So
3: yeah, I, I agree.
2: So anyway, it works really well with B.
3: Yeah. B is the leader in the clubhouse. Shall we go C very is, impressed C, with that C word. looks like a C monster. Dark, C
2: sure.
1: looks like a monster. It almost, it almost looks like, yeah. I mean, it
2: is. It's orange. It looks like a bourbon, right? It, yeah, it has does. tons of that caramel on the nose. Mm. so good. So caramel, classic. Caramel, vanilla. Ooh. Oh, so good.
4: This is like ice cream. All right, here we go. Yeah,
2: so that's, it, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to stagger the sips that way we don't stay quiet for a minute. Mm-hmm.
3: So that's very good. It's not overly sweet. It's imbalanced. It has those sweet notes, but then it's balanced with dryness, uh, citrus, caramel, to- this,
2: toasted. oak. yeah. You know, this is this is, nice. this, is this is this is good. Yeah. This this is cuddling. No, it's really good, but but it's not. So it's. I would no, say this, this is excellent. Oh this my is uh this is like a classic Central American style. Central America. Yeah, I was this about is this is that. like Guatemala or Nicaragua or Panama Panama. This is yeah. so good. This oh is, my gosh. This is classic Central America. But done extremely well. It is not cloying.
3: It's not, it's overly- not what? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> it's not. <who? laughs>
2: no, no es empalagoso. Is oh, that yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, oh, what is that? An cloying. Egg?
3: Clawing? Yeah.
2: Oh, shit.
1: I, I thought he meant clawing. I know. And, and, and his tongue fell apart there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My tongue has fallen apart quite a bit today. I've never heard that before. You never heard that? No. Thank God. All right. How about some feedback? Let us know if you've has ever heard, heard the it? word. How do you spell it? C-L-O-Y-I-N-G. cloying are you serious? Are you never, I've never heard Cloy.
1: Listen, I am this many days old.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's not that's not where I thought we were going to go. <laughs> I thought we were going to speak wonders of this thing because well, we are delicious. We food. are,
1: but then you're dropping, you know, a thesaurus on him, my friend. Miriam Webster Did, over didn't here. Didn't somebody else say something crazy today? <laughs> Tobacconist?
4: Yeah. Hello, Hello, this
1: is Miriam. <laughs> Miriam. <laughs> I'd be there, I'd fi- be there fight thirty. Fight thirty. Three fifty nine. 359. What time? 359? Oh boy. That, that, that's after the show. Yeah. All right. S- s- send me a note at J Rod Show and I'll explain to you what 359
0: means. But but but
1: mm. this, by the way, this is C is awesome. This is not easy on the slamming of the this is top shelf literally yeah. and figuratively, right? Yeah.
2: Nah, this is really nice.
3: I would love to have B and C, both of those bottles in my house. Because I, I mean, they're both very different, very nice. They are very different and excellent in their own right, in their own right, of course. But um,
0: and you
2: know what? Strangely, even though as dark and flavorful as C is, B actually has more viscosity. Really? When you just feel the there is the, there is there is a a tiny oh, bit at the end. There's it, a it, thickness in, in
1: it. Almost makes it. It fills your, your tongue, sort of. If it, it kind of makes the the
3: cloying go down a bit. Well, <laughs> oh, by the hey, way, hey, cloying, easy. cloying, Chlo-
1: Adjective: <laughs> excessively sweet, rich, or sentimental, especially to a disgusting or sickening degree. A romantic, rather cloying story.
2: Thank you, Jimmy, for bringing that that little uh, tidbit there. Yeah, to it. You paid. guys thought you th- you guys thought, you thought I, I was paid, I made up a word. No,
1: my friend. You know what? You get thirty-seven <laughs> Scrabble points. Congratulations! <laughs> Double word score using the using the Y. <laughs> Nicely done.
2: <laughs> He's such a jerk.
1: And 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 to, and to Eric. <laughs> the
4: oh, big brain on you know,
1: I think, on the I think boss.
2: we we're we're BSing. No, no. This is C a, this, is really, C is the winner, really right? freaking good. C yeah. is C
1: is not the winner, but C is the is the thoroughbred of this group. Right? Right.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go off script. B, although I love C on its own, with the cigar, B helps the cigar more than C helps the cigar. Even though I think, I, think it's a, I think it's a Central American, and obviously the cigar is all Central American tobacco. So I would love for it to be a better match. I think, I think this little Caribbean B situation is a, is a better match for it.
1: C is a good-looking guy... Who wins the lottery?
2: What
3: does that mean?
1: It means it's, a, it's, an, it's an embarrassment of riches, C and the cigar put together. Ah.
2: It's yeah, an, you It's know, an embarrassment uh, of riches. Do, do me a favor. Like, seriously, like mm. you guys still have a little bit left. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. a sip of C, wait one second, and then take a, a couple of puffs of the cigar and tell me if it doesn't take away from the cigar. Yeah. I mean, C is just so. Yeah. It's too much. And, and you know, maybe it's the alcohol level. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. I don't want to drop another SAT word. Uh, is ahead, in the cigar. Ahead. No, but, uh, but definitely C takes away from the cigar, whereas B doesn't. It, it, takes, it takes some of the other things that you may not want.
1: If we're talking pairings. You agree? You, you're spot on. The it's alcohol level is higher on it.
3: Clearly. So, yeah, that knocks it down a lot. A when lot, you, right? You, the the you, flavors, yeah.
2: And so I don't, I don't want to do that. You kind of have to wait a bit
3: after you're sipped. Yeah.
2: Like, so naturally, of course, can you have C with the cigar? Of yes. course, you can have anything with the cigar. But, but in terms of like a better match, B is a better match to me in my, in my I, I humble agree. estimation. Is it
1: time for the reveal? Yeah.
2: Let's do it. Dímelo. A. Is Matusalen Rum Gran Reserva yes. with a forty percent alcohol. Yes. It's forty. I, I knew it was forty, man. It was like. And B is Ron del Barrilito huh, with good. a forty-three percent. Very good. Oh, good. Del Barrilito. Excellent. Barrilito.
4: Yeah, that's a easy. That's for the me.
2: that's the three star Ron del Barrilito. And this one I brought from Dominican Republic. Wow. No, from Nicaragua. From Nicaragua, Flor de Gaña. What, what? And is? this is a hundred and thirty anniversary. 45%.
3: Oh, my God. As advertised. Yep. You know, I always bash Flor de Caña, and this was that, excellent. That was It was fantastic. very, very good.
2: Really, really good. But super surprised with that Rondo Barrilito. Yep.
3: So good, right? That was awesome. <laughs> so who's getting seconds here? What, uh, I have a lot. Do you know how much these are? Did you, you right. see those? Sorry about that. We were uh, right. gawking I, at the ball. I bottles. kind of always like to go over those. No, nah, that's, that's fair, man. All right, I got the, I got the prices.
2: So Total Wine has the Grand Gran Reserva 23 year. That one right there that Jimmy is showing you by the way, if you're not looking at if you're not watching the podcast, you can see you can go to YouTube and watch it. Yep. Yeah. So that one is uh 54.99. All right? Not available at Total Wine. It's 54.99 as well. Mhm. And then Flor de Caña one thirtieth anniversary $130 $109 and 99 cents Gosh, so a 110 bucks no it's really not good not no listen th- those two those are killer killer rums i would uh i would carry that in my bar all day long yeah so we're saying if we were going to do a pairing we would go with the personally barralito. personally i would go with the ron de because i it, again it's the three star there may mm-hmm. be other options out there. This is Ron de Barrelito, three star fifty four ninety nine. Very thick, very flavorful, very balanced. It's a again prototype Caribbean rum. I knew it was Caribbean because of its its just the style that it was. That de it was la Isla de Encanto. La Isla de Encanto. Yeah, Puerto I was there Green. recently, man. I love that place. All right, and then uh, and then Flor de Gaña tasted like you know. A fantastic expression of Central American rum. It's the best Flor de gana I've ever had. There's no question, no about doubt that. about it. So it is. Uh, it's called the one thirtieth anniversary, but under the hood, it's a twenty year aged product. And then that, that's why you get that color. That's why oh, I, it's, I mean, it's it, amazing. It's, uh, yeah. it's an excellent, excellent product. And and Flor de Gaña is a serious company. They are they, they're not bsing. So in terms of like. Uh, like I said earlier, picking a, a respectable or a distiller that is gonna is gonna be honest, mm-hmm. Flo de gana is is they're pretty good in that in that regard. So that's that's what we got, boys. Amazing, amazing
1: as always, and thank you for hanging out with us with this. And as always, we want to remind you the perfect pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More. I prefer you- when you say Total, Total,
2: Total. <laughs> Total. I like when, you go, when you go British on the total. Total.
1: total, total Tartar tree. What the Irish and the Tartar tree. Oh, you brought tray, back. Tartar tree. What the whole H and the, the whole H, I H molecules. Love the whole H. As always, Perfect Bearings brought to you by Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. You can visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. Now, a man whose cigar acumen is only matched by his tremendous beard. It's our buddy. Ozzy Gomez, the impresario of
2: cigar lounges in South Southern Florida. All right, so we are here with Mr. Ozzy Gomez. Yay! Good afternoon and happy Friday. How do I introduce you, man? Mr. You know, I like to go Ozzy Gomez, president of. What can you help me there?
5: I'm I'm really not not uh, big on titles. Yeah, I always joke around and say I'm just the guy that
2: pays the bills. All right, well there you go. Now we're here with Ozzy Gomez, just the guy who pays the bills. (laughs) So, so before we jump into you, your background, your company, all the stuff you guys do, let's talk about the cigar that we're smoking. So, on the regular show, we're smoking the Tatuaje Lomo de Cerdo, but on this one, we are smoking the C Provincias de Camaway Edition. So, CMW for those of you scoring at home. What do you? What do you? uh,
5: We've we lit it a little bit ago. Right off the light, it's spectacular in my opinion. Uh, maybe I have a little bit of a bias opinion because it's a dear friend of mine who uh, is a manufacturer, but also it's uh, my mom's hometown. Kamaway. Oh, your mom's from Camagüey. Cool. Yeah.
2: So Camagüey, obviously a province in Cuba, which is why Las seis provincias. Uh, what about you, Ivan? What do you think about it?
3: I've always loved uh, this specific seis Provincia. They're all the I think they've got like three or four. four. Yeah, but this one's my favorite one.
2: Yeah. Well, it also we also did a photo shoot with it.
4: That that was yeah, that, that was all a, that day was long excellent
3: and, and loved it. And the photo shoot came out amazing if you haven't seen it go check it out. Yeah. But I think there's a certain balance to this one in speci- uh, specifically that I that I totally enjoy. It's got a like it's a smooth like black pepper. Everything's in balance, not overpowering. I love it. It's very elegant.
2: But there's also a, a really nice sweetness there. Sweetness, yeah. Right? It's like um it's like an earthy sweetness with like some raisin type. Yeah, at
5: times a dark a, fruit. Some guys will relate the pepper was a little harsh at the time, but I, I'm getting the same thing. We're getting a little creaminess in between. It's not I'm not getting an afterbite.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree. I love this freaking cigar. So so anyway, now that we've talked about the cigar a little bit, so Ozzy, your background. So you today, you uh I know you pay the bills, but you also. You also own retail cigar lounges. So you started with, or I should say you came into the, the cigar world through a store you opened, a lounge you opened in Fort Lauderdale called Downtown Cigar Bar. Yes. Uh, what did you do before that?
5: Just before that, I was a police officer.
2: Well, there you go. Police officer.
5: Uh, just before that, I um, dabbled a bit in real estate back and forth. I was in law enforcement in and out for some time and uh, went back into law enforcement um, after the real estate crash, just got a little burnt out, went back into law enforcement, was there for another four or five years. And um, I made a promise to myself that the next venture I did, I wanted to do something that I was truly passionate about, something I truly enjoyed, not, not so much for monetary purposes, um, but clearly something that I had a passion for. So, coincidentally, and, and this was not planned at all, I reached out to a good friend, Eric Espinosa, and I said, hey, you know, I understand you've been in the business uh, some time. Um, I'm very intrigued by your business. I would like to venture into the business. I just don't know in what capacity, whether to start a cigar, whether to open up a lounge, so on and so forth. And um, Eric says, hey, how'd you like to come over to Nicaragua with me? I just started a factory over there, uh, La Zona. And I said, I would love to. Um, I said, is it okay if I bring a friend? So I invite a friend of mine who is also a, is a business mentor of mine. And um, I give him a call. And it was kind of a silly question. But I said, hey, man, how would you like to go to Nicaragua and see you know, the entire back end of the industry from seed to smoking?" I couldn't finish my sentence. He says, absolutely, I'm in. So we fly to Nicaragua. This is in 2014. And, um, I mean, Eric, amazing host, yeah. and takes us around and shows us all the ins and outs. And it was a very, very... Uh, informative. And on my flight back, i um, sitting on the plane and my buddy um, Laz, who I, I pretty much grew up with Laz and Leo uh, says to me, you know, what's bothering you? And I said, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm really sort of stuck in the middle here. I said, I, I've got, um, I've got a decision I have to make. I go, I've got, my wife is pregnant. Um, well, let me backtrack. He says, he says, I want you to tell me all of the reasons why this is a bad idea. You know, you're considering opening up a lounge, you know, you're you're obviously on the fence about it, you know, it's a risk, like any any new business is. But I want you to tell me every single reason why you believe it's a bad idea. So I you know, I said, first off, the timing is off. Um, my wife's pregnant, um, this is how much funds I have, so on and so forth. And um pretty much um five minutes in, and he says to me, Is that it?
4: And I said, Well, you yeah, know, yeah.
5: I thought my wife being pregnant was kind of significant. Yeah, that was like, a, like <laughs> an ace. Yeah. Um, and he says, okay, now I'm going to tell you all of the reasons why it's a good idea. And that was the remaining of uh, the remainder of the two-hour and two-and-a-half-hour flight. And when we landed back in Miami, um, I went home and I told my wife, we're going to open up a cigar bar. I'm going to resign from the police department. Uh, we're going to build this thing and I'm going to put you know all my, all my energy tea, into it. Yeah. And thank goodness, that was, uh, that was a downtown cigar bar, very uh, very small place, 1,000 square feet, but it has a very special place in my heart. That was our proof of concept. And um, I was very fortunate to have guys like Erica Esmodosa Eric on the cigar side to lean on for support and guidance. And then I had some friends of mine that were in the, um, in the spirit side that I was able to lean on for, for guidance and support. But like everything, with every new venture, there's, you know, you make some mistakes and, and you're in hopes that you learn from them and correct them. And, and that's sort of how we've evolved from a 1,000 square foot in uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale to just under 2,000 square feet in Coral Gables with the first and only full liquor cigar lounge in the history of Coral Gables. And then we're looking at two other ventures that uh,
2: – Yeah, we'll get into, into those in a second. very soon. We'll get into those in a second, believe me. Now, you also have – a. You have a partner in, in these businesses.
5: Yes, my partner Cedo is a, a dear friend of mine. We've been friends for over twenty years. How did you um, guys meet? So our wives were actually school teachers, and we met through our wives twenty plus years ago. And um, I approached Cheadle, um when I got back, and I said, "I'm thinking about doing this." You know, he was another another dear friend and business mentor. Um, and I kind of went for him, you know, to get some some advice, some guidance, and and he says, "I want in." And I was, you know, I said, okay, I didn't expect that, um, but uh, it was just, it was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer between his level of expertise in business and my, you know, my drive. We ended up uh, building that cigar bar, and thank goodness we just celebrated our eight-year anniversary. there.
3: They're a oh. great team. They're a great team. And by the way, I didn't know this backstory, but I would have thought Cedar was the police officer. He does. He looks more <laughs> he like, looks, like the from police a, yeah, officer, yeah.
5: Yeah, who's going to believe this short, fat guy was That
3: police crazy. <laughs> It, well, you you are the you you you're very humble in saying that you just pay the bills, but yeah. he is a gracious host. When we're there, yeah, and he's he's the ambassador of fun. <laughs>
2: oh, okay, I, I like that title. I should have so started with that. I should have put that on the business card. <laughs> yeah, ambassador of fun. There you go. So, uh, so funny. Uh, other backstory there. So we actually went to elementary school together, and uh, and we lost touch completely. Right, I moved out of the neighborhood. He eventually moved out of the neighborhood. And uh, when we launched Cigar Snob at uh, at here in 2006, this guy's just walking through there, and I was I was selling cigars at the show to sort of pay for our booth. So this guy walks by, like, "Hey, you like cigars? (laughs) I'm trying to just sell him cigars," and uh, he's like, "Yeah." You want you want to tell the story of this is, you, this is truly from your my point, point of view. Of it was uh, it was it was different. Yeah, because as you know,
5: you're you're walking through with this uh, festival type thing. It's a Cuban festival called Cua no Talia, and I'm with my parents and so on and so forth. And and you're walking through, and it's almost like you're walking through the mall. Sir, would you like to try this uh, this perfume? And I'm like, I, I don't want your amway, sir. You know, it was that kind of thing. But when you know, he, he just said, Hey, do you like cigars? I said, Oh, okay, here's somebody I could talk to. And uh, I said, Yeah, absolutely. He says, I'm you know, I'm starting this magazine, so on and so forth. And as we're talking, you know, you're sort of that blank stare. And I'm like, man, I know this guy from somewhere, you know, but you don't want to seem like that creepy old guy. I know you from somewhere. And, and finally, Eric says, hey, man, I think, you know, what, what college did you go to? And I said, man, you know, unfortunately, I, I didn't go to college. I, I grew up, you know, uh, like we, a little cliche saying here, I grew up in the ghetto in Miami. And he goes, well, which one is that? Because I'm pretty familiar with those. And I said, oh, I grew up in Carroll City. And he goes, Oh, so did I, man. And we were, I said, Get out of here. You know, we, you know, we grew up on this street and so forth, whatever. And uh, as, as we're trying to pinpoint this, all of a sudden, and I'm, I'm, I'm very good with faces. I'd never forget face, but I'm terrible with names. But in this case, I said, Wait a minute, man. Your name's Eric. And he goes, Yeah. I go, Your last name is Calvin. Wow. He goes, Yeah. I go, Dude, we were like the best friends in the third grade. Yeah, and then great. it Holy was like shit. the light bulb turned on. We're like, wow. I still get here, goosebumps man. with
2: that story. That's yeah, I, I
5: absolutely love this story, and that's precisely how it went. And then from there, I was like, "Listen, I don't care what you're selling; I'm buying." You know, I would love to support whatever you're doing. And yeah. I wasn't in the industry at the time. Um, obviously, when when I got into the industry, it's one of the first people I called, and I said, "Hey, man, this is what we're doing." You know, and then when we opened up uh, Galliano, um, I just had this vision, and we, we didn't want to overcrowd the place with artwork and so on and so forth i said hey man i have this idea i don't know if you'd be interested but i want to do these beautiful magazine covers that you have i'd like to put those on our wall and just highlight that and um he graciously accepted it he said absolutely so that was something that, that i thought was very tasteful and just gave that lounge the touch it needed
3: i think this is a great segue into what we wanted to get into because one of the things w- w- what we were talking in the show is the things that you look you know, look for in a cigar lounge, Correct. right? So this is a great segue because the thing that comes to mind going into your place is starting at uh, Downtown Cigar Bar and now at Galeano is that I find it a very stylish and comfortable place from a from a visual standpoint and from a service standpoint. I love how I feel when I go in there because it, it just, everything feels right. So if you want to segue now into...
2: So yeah, the, the question that uh, the listener Julius uh, from Effingham, Effingham, Illinois, I think. Uh, what, he, what he asked was, what do you look for? I got so many inappropriate
5: things i yes, about right yes, now. Yes, I know. The That's...
2: name Effingham is <laughs> special. We, we kind of already ran the gamut, but if you want to drop No, one, no, no. no. <laughs> we'll, if you want to piss off some more people We'll keep Illinois. it PG. <laughs> so uh, what he asked was, uh, what do you look for? In Because he says that there's not many options where he lives, but when he travels... He always looks for cigar lounges. And what do you look for in a lounge? And so obviously, like Ivan said, you know, there's, there's selection, you know, there's ambiance, there's, there's service, there's drinks, right? So from the inside, what, what I thought would be cool to get from you was when you started downtown Cigar Bar, you had an idea of what you thought a consumer would be looking for. And you started that lounge within your limitations, with that in mind, and then you graduated to Galeano and created a, a new experience because they are, although both owned by you guys, they are very different.
3: Different, right? Yes,
2: significantly. So
5: as is as are the the cities that they, yeah, they occupy. They're significantly different. they I, I joke around and say they're literally two different countries.
2: Yeah, no, um, you you you're not joking, right? I mean, you, they you they could be in different states. Minimum, Absolutely. right? So one is in downtown Fort Lauderdale, across from the courthouse, right? Yes. And so, and then the other one is in Coral Gables, you know, posh, high-end Coral Gables, in a, in a great little street there in Coral Gables, which gives you the name Galliano. But what was your initial idea when you started downtown Cigar Bar? What was it that you thought someone would be looking for that you were going to give them?
5: So I think one of the things that, that sets us aside and one of the things that we focus on from day one South Florida, unfortunately, is not not known for its service. Um, you know, there are times where you go places and it's like, uh, what do you want? Grab it, go, get out of here type thing. Yeah. Um, our goal and our vision from day one was provide a, a an environment, uh, provide an atmosphere where people come in and and I've always wanted to have every walk of life. And I think that we've achieved that goal in the sense that you can be sitting in any of our lounges and you're sitting next to a, a prominent uh, attorney or uh, I mean, really just every walk of life, every walk of life. You never know who you're, who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to sit next to and spark a conversation with, you know, we make it a, we make it a point to introduce our guests to one another. And you know, what's evolved from there is really, I mean, it, it's been our goal. Uh, we I really pride and take pride in seeing guys that say, Hey, I just scored the biggest deal of my life, you know, at your bar. I just did this, or I just met an individual that's helping me with this, or, you know, we're all going to meet back over there because that's where we all met and we all get together and, you know, maybe conduct a little business at the beginning and then sit back and relax towards the end, whatever the case is. But, you know, it's, um, it was part of my vision to have every walk of life, to have people that are like-minded and people that are, you know, professional and at the same time can kick back and, and, and not be offended. You know, this, uh, it's a bit of an unusual time that we're living. And yep. we always just focus on, hey, leave the drama outside of the doors. Uh, when you come in here, we're all family. We, we sincerely treat it as our living room. And, uh, and we want people to feel as such. you know. So it means a lot to me to hear Ivan say, hey, when I go there, I just, you know, I, I leave all my troubles in the car. I come back in here and, you know, and we crack a joke and we go you know, and there's nothing better than, than making fun of one another at the time. I think sometimes, you know, we, we get a little bit too wound up and mm-hmm. and we lost track of that. You know, just you got to laugh, man. And there's no better laughter at times than laughing at yourself.
2: If you were going to put, because you said, you said every walk of life and then you said like-minded individuals. So if you... If you were going to put that like-minded individuals, what is that like mind? Cuz it's a it's a it's a broad one. But so we have a shared yeah. interest.
5: We all like the, the same uh we Correct. like cigars. We like a nice fine spirit. We like, you know. So that's what I meant by like-minded individuals. Yep. We can be from completely different paths, but we are sharing one thing in common is the love for and the passion for cigars.
2: Yeah, that's uh that's why I want that's why I asked you the question cuz you know, when you say all walks of life and then like-minded individuals, some people would hear that and say, wait a minute, that's a contradiction, but it's not because that's the beauty of cigars, right? Yeah, I'm sure like, you as guys long as we be- can share this, then we can, we can cross any bridge. What you know, what is your, what's your hang up and what's mine? We can cross it as long as we, we have this shared appreciation of this product.
5: I completely agree. I'm sure you guys have been to many, many cigar lounges throughout the country and, and outside of the country. And it's something that when you sit down, you know, you, you don't meet people or i don't believe that you meet the uh the camaraderie and 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 just the the vast um it's the word i'm looking for here the diversity of people that you meet in a cigar lounge but
2: it's hard to find it in another let's say hobby or or yeah or niche so so then so you were looking to do that. Then when you started Galeano, and again, maybe we didn't introduce it properly, but Galeano Cigar Room in Coral Gables. Yes. Uh, that's the one that has the artwork, the cigar snob artwork on the walls. You see it all the time in social media, right? It's a beautiful place in a beautiful neighborhood. The staff is, I mean, the staff is, I mean, as, as much as I love the artwork on the walls, your staff is the key to the whole thing.
5: That means the world to me because that is our goal. That our goal that's the key to
2: the. They they are amazing. Yeah. So uh, so when you now thought, all right, we're gonna double down. We had we have a for a downtown cigar room, downtown cigar bar, and now we're gonna double down and open this, which will be the biggest investment you will have made at that time. I imagine. Yes. So, what were you thinking there? So, how did you adjust your, or did you your your goal of what you were going to provide customers with when you opened Galeano. So it was like a maturation maybe.
5: Coral Gables, uh, oddly enough, was not a market we were looking at. Uh, At the time we were looking at uh, over in North Broward and the city that we were looking at, uh, you know, it's very, very difficult to find a city zoning landlord that will allow our use. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're sort of the ugly duckling. The minute that you say we're going to consume cigars and alcohol in this spot, many people it's a deterrent to, many landlords it's a deterrent to.
2: That's our office. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That we deal with the same thing.
5: That's our world. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we were having some challenges there, and Cetal says to me, hey, what about Coral Gables? And I said, I'll be honest with you, I I, I haven't even hung out in Coral Gables. I I moved to Broward 20-plus years ago. I said, I couldn't tell you what's going on there. And he says, well, they're doing this new streetscape project. They're, you know, they're doing all these renovations. They're going to shut down Geralda to pedestrian traffic only, so on and so forth. And we said, let's let's go Let's go take a look. And we went. We had lunch there with the wives. Uh, when we got the bill, I said, uh, yeah, I think we should look into this because uh, <laughs> the bill was substantial. <laughs> so I go, all right, we should it's really very look different into than, than Broward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and luckily, we, we met with a realtor that uh, specializes in Coral Gables, went to see a place on Miracle Mile, didn't really fit what we were looking for. And coincidentally, he had gotten a new listing that was not on the market. And he says, I'd just like to look at uh, this other spot, a little bit smaller than what you're looking for, but I think it's a great location. And uh, we started there with a completely clean slate. It was just concrete and dust. So we... We're known for building from uh, from below ground up. We, we cut the slab and started from below ground up. And and then what you see today, that was uh, that
2: was Galliano cigar room. So what were what sort of need were you trying to fill there? So I know you, you sort of backed into it because you were not expecting to do core gables. But then once you said, all right, yeah, let's do core gables. What could you bring to core gables that perhaps wasn't there before or, or no one else could do?
5: I think one of the key elements that I kept mentioning to um, the city officials is that we wanted to do something very tasteful that would complement the city. Uh, We weren't looking to reinvent the wheel. We weren't looking to do something that that wasn't going to be to the level of what Coral Gables is accustomed to. Obviously, there's some some uh, some loopholes and some hurdles and so on and so forth because Coral Gables is a city. One of the most
2: difficult cities to work with. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, Which is why there had never been a bar, like a real just bar. Even though there was a a place called the Bar that this guy and I hung out in. By this guy, I'm talking about Ivan. uh, We hung out in that place a million times, but that wasn't a true bar because it had a restaurant. It had a food component, right? So, for like a true bar, we're talking about. A bar that does not, a venue that serves alcohol and does not serve food.
3: And there have been cigar shops.
2: Correct. There have been cigar but not, shops, but never cigar never bars. Never cigar bars.
5: Significant difference. Yeah. Significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, everything from zoning to the overall experience, in my opinion. Um, I know me personally, when I'm having a cigar, I love nothing better than a nice aged rum or a nice fine single malt. You know, and it's it's
2: quite different. Did we drop the ball here by not offering him? We have, we have some rum on the show. This is our
3: aged rum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. I'm, you keep talking. I'm going to serve some, some rum. Oh, man.
3: What a treat. So there's nothing better when you, when you're going to a place that has, you know, an aged rum, a single malt, and you're enjoying your cigar at the same time. Just there's a completely a, different experience. Exactly. You
5: know, I mean, look, we all have the option to sit in the backyard and get chewed up by mosquitoes and, uh, and have a drink and, again and a cigar there, but being able to come into a nice lounge with a proper uh, temperature and proper environment, most important service, yeah, most important. The experience, you know, I, I, we tell our staff often, we don't sell cigars here, we don't sell spirits here. What we sell is an experience, an environment, and you know, it's quite important that when the guest comes into our establishment, that they know that they're very welcome. They know that the minute they come in there, you know, the question is. How's your day going? Oh, it's going phenomenal. Excellent. Thank you for coming and sharing that you know, sharing that experience with us and, and sharing that positivity with us. And listen, if you're having a rough day, it's our job to turn that around and, and make it a lot more pleasant.
3: And when your drink's low, would you like another one? Precisely. <laughs> one thing that you've kept out of uh, most of your uh, lounges is food. Some places have food components, but if you've decided to leave that out, which... You know, has its pros and cons, whatever. But I think in your neighborhoods, I mean, you're, you're you'll explain better than me. I mean, it's yours. But I mean, there's a there's a food the ambiance in that neighborhood already. So you might be coming in after your meal, but you've decided to to keep it out. Uh, why, what's the reasoning behind that?
5: Some legalities, and it, uh, in order to do it properly, you need to have an area specifically for that, a food prep area, so on and so forth. And there are some some legalities involved where smoking in the same location where you're generating X amount of revenue from smoking or from, um, from spirits. But, um, Florida does have, uh, a a law that states that if you're serving, um, you have to be serving 51% of food, you cannot smoke indoors. Um, in our case, we'd rather stay away from it entirely. And what we do is we partner with local restaurants in the area. And we welcome their guests to bring food in and whether we've had restaurants literally next door that they just make a short menu for us and they walk the food right over. So we we have the benefit of having a food component without dealing with the headaches that come with it.
3: So Coral Gables is known as a food like haven. You know, it's got a bunch of great restaurants. So now if you want to transi- transition into Talagong, Doral is, a, is an up and coming city here in uh, in South Florida. And where you're located, which is uh, is it down, downtown? Doral. Downtown Doral. I think that became it started up almost as a food establishment with like retail, um, uh, uh, residential, and now you're looking at that as the next big thing.
5: Yes, uh, that location there, Doral is the largest growing city in Dade County that just uh, surpassed over ninety thousand residents, um, full time residents. And in addition to that, the just the transience there between business, between vacation, between um, it's, it's definitely a destination location. I mean, it's 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 a spectacular city. The city has never had a full liquor cigar lounge. And uh, we were honored when um, the landlord actually approached us and said, you know, we we had a colleague go over to your Coal Gables location and we would like for you guys to replicate that and bring it to our our establishment
3: oh so they reached out to you they reached out to us oh that's great um,
5: which is very unlikely <laughs> with a, yeah you know,
2: that's not common
3: no
5: not common at all not common at all but we're fortunate that now the tables have sort of turned a little bit we've had uh, more than one developer approach us and say hey we love the concept we love how tasteful you guys did it and we'd like for you to consider it for our project
3: but it looks wow. it looks like it's gonna be different so what how are you trying to make it different
5: this one is significantly different um This is going to be the largest project that I've done um, myself and with my partners, obviously. Um, But we wanted to do something significant. Um, It is the first and only full liquor cigar bar um, in the city of Doral. And it's uh, approximately 4,000 square feet. So it's larger than both of our existing locations put together. Um, But we had a vision there of doing something very, very tasteful, something that isn't necessarily common for the area. Um, almost a, a Vegas-style lounge that happens to sell cigars.
2: Yeah. So the place we we can say, right. This show's going to air before the grand opening. So it's much more underway than what it sounded like when you guys were talking a second ago. <laughs> right. It sounded like it was a you know a, an idea that you had in the distance. No, it is built out. It is just about ready to go. Yes. Right?
5: Yes. It's been a. Uh, In a year and a half
2: so tell us about tell us about how because for this project this is again as you mentioned a much bigger project and so you needed more uh more partners to bring it to fill in other weaknesses that you may have had right so how did that come about because uh we've we've met lewis he thinks a great dude but we don't know him from uh, as a business partner, right? We know him as a guy who hangs out in the cigar shop with us, right? So tell us how that third partner—so it's you, Cito, and now Luis. correct And so, how did that partnership come about?
5: In the cigar lounge, you know, at again, Galliano, that's that's where it all Galliano, starts. At Galliano, the relationships that you make in a cigar lounge, uh, the friendships that you make in a cigar lounge, and the most unique people you ever meet in your life—you'll meet in a cigar lounge. Yep um and and the beauty of it is, is these are friends that become family and um fortunately he had a, a great interest in our our world uh, I kept saying are you sure uh he's a very successful guy and um and again I I I always revert back to a book that I read many years ago called 10 clowns don't make a circus and one of the premises of that book is hiring people based on your weaknesses well, in this case we didn't hire Lewis we we uh, we approached him about an opportunity and um or I'm sorry, he approached us about an opportunity with this location and uh, he knew that we were looking for, to, to venture off into other locations. We sat down and we, we basically, I mean, it was a no brainer for me. Uh, I mentioned to Cedar our the partner and he says, I'm definitely in. Um, but just the, the strengths that we each bring to the table, although diverse and although different in every aspect, I think it's what creates a strong team. Um, and I think you'll be very pleased with uh with the outcome.
2: Yeah, we're excited as uh you know, we we we're producing artwork for those walls as well. So that's going to be that's exciting to me to see what that massive space looks like with our covers on the walls. So, right. uh, you know, thank you for for inviting us to to dress this location like we did at Galeano. Uh that means a lot to us. Uh I love it when when I see a post that someone, anyone is at Galeano and you see our covers in the background, that for me is every time I see it, I get a, I get a thrill. And so I can't wait to see it in this location. Right. Cause we yes. like, you know, we put a ton of effort into those photo shoots, specifically Ivan, like that's Ivan's baby. He produces every single photo shoot. And, and so to see the the fruit of those labors, you know, celebrated in that way for us is huge. Right. As so they I,
5: should, man, as they should, the covers are spectacular and it's funny, we, you know, a, a business partnership is just essentially another marriage. You know, you have your yeah. ups and your downs and you have your disagreements and, and there are certain things that it's, it's like, well, I'd like it like this and I prefer it that way. And, you know, so forth. but when it came to, all right, are we putting these beautiful covers on these walls? There was no question about it. Everybody said, absolutely. You know, probably, we were thinking about doing something else. <laughs> we said, no, 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 absolutely. These things are spectacular. I mean, the, what you guys create. You know, it speaks for itself. The, the covers are just breathtaking.
3: I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you the best part about it. Obviously, going in there and looking at them is great. The best feeling in the world is when it's a bunch of guys partying while they're there, and then they take a uh, little selfie in front of them <laughs> and send it to you while they're having a great time. Yeah. So I can't wait to see Tabacón, which is going to be the ultimate party, right? Yeah, and hopefully Donald Trump. Which I hear is a rumor. He's going to be at the grand opening, right? Because he's getting <laughs> a locker. His golf course he's is get, across the street. His, his golf course is across the street, and he's getting a locker is what I hear, oh, right? Boy. I can't wait till he oh, texts me under one of the under the one of the covers. Hey, look at me. Look where I'm at. Oh, this boy. is why
5: I'm just a guy that pays the bills, man. Because Ivan knows a whole lot more than <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's give a quick uh, toast here to to all of your success. Thank you so much. Our friendship for all these years,
3: Matt.
4: Cheers.
2: Matt, thank you guys. All right, real quick. And what is it that we're drinking? Well, I'll take a Cheers. sip first and let me know what you think. So first, I want you to tell me where you think it's from. Part of the world. Because hmm. you drink a lot of rum.
4: I And Terrence,
2: Terrence will tell you that whenever he's come on the show, there's always a a booze quiz associated with it.
4: This is spectacular. Um,
2: Very creamy. I don't want to have 10 minutes of silence. Uh, Right.
5: So so I'm going to venture to say that is Dominican, although I believe I'm wrong. Uh, But nowadays with so many, there's so many hybrids nowadays with rums being finished in bourbon casks and uh, being finished in Japanese whiskey and so on and so forth. It's so difficult at times to, uh, to really pinpoint it. Does it Fine. taste cheap? Uh, no, at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. All right.
2: right. So it's it's Central We're, America. It's not it's not the Caribbean. So it's a Central American rum. You carry it. In fact, the uh, the rep for the company was at your four year anniversary at Galliano. Was hanging out with him.
5: No, I feel absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pleasure. No. <laughs> And it's always tough, man. When you have the the anniversary parties, and you know, we just celebrated the the eight year anniversary at, in downtown, the four year anniversary in uh, at Galliano, and people say four years, and I said, yeah, you know, we we had the uh, the COVID in between, so it was as challenging as that was. You know, we we had to skip over one of the anniversaries there, but we're very fortunate, man, that we see you know three to four thousand guests a month, and. And, you know, when you're, I always joke around. I said, you're, you're shaking babies and kissing hands with everybody. You know, it's – but um, I think you, you stumped me on this one. <laughs> I'm really good at these interview stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, cameras and microphones.
3: Well, and I mean, you are you're, it's a refreshing interview that we're having here because most of the people that we have on here are – Either very like, you know, cigar blenders or manufacturers, or we have like people who work directly with their stumble. spirits so that they know their own product, right? So they can speak very eloquently because that's what they do. That's their sales pitch. But you have all of it, right? And this is not what you, you don't do this for a living. We have a you, lot of them. Your are uh, hospitality. I'd
5: like to say that we have one of the greatest rum selections in town, um, with the exception of some of the big boys. But um, I can tell you in Fort Lauderdale, no doubt about it, we have the greatest rum selection in town. And, um, I mean, it also helps. We, we truly appreciate it and, and really enjoy the rum.
2: Um, Even though we can't identify it, but that's okay. No, yeah, okay. that's
5: fine. I'll tell you some of my favorites. Um, Flor de Caña is truly one of my favorites. Um, Flor de Caña, Trugal, uh, Esquisito. I mean, those are some of my, my go-to. If you come to my home and, and, and we jump in the liquor cabinet, we're talking Flor de Caña 18. Um, Rugal, uh, it's really, really sort of my go-to.
3: So here's the crazy thing. Usually when I go to a cigar lounge or whatever, I'll usually have, uh, whiskey or a bourbon, a scotch, or, uh, maybe beer. When I'm at Galeano, which is my home bar, cause it's right down the street from my house. I always drink wine. The wine selection is awesome. Really? That's I've never I, had wine. I there. always drink wine there.
5: I will attribute that to my partner, Cito. I, uh, I am not a wine guy. Uh, coincidentally, I was just in Napa for four days. Loved it, spectacular, really, really cool, uh, small boutique, and, and very large. You know your Fargnientes and that kind of stuff. Um, but I will be honest. The minute we got back to the hotel, I said that was really cute. I'd like a Macallan on the rocks. I'm not <laughs> having any fucking yeah. Merlot. Let's get right back to business here. <laughs> this was really cute. What we did here.
2: That's funny. So we're drinking the Fuenteguanya 130th anniversary.
5: Ah. See, that's a whole different
2: ballgame. Yeah, it's a monster.
5: The 18 is my go-to. Uh, our mutual mm-hmm. friend is always very kind, and, and uh, he has had me sample the 25. Um, they are now coming out, well, the, the 30, or I'm sorry, they have a 30, I believe.
2: So the 130th anniversary is 20 years aged.
5: Well, thank you so much, because I have not had this, yeah. and uh, I will make sure to bust his balls about
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is available. It is generally available. I just don't know,
5: you know. Highly allocated. I mean, he takes good care of us. Yeah and uh he's 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 a supporter. But at times I mean, you know, look,
2: he was at your yeah. anniversary party, so that you're, you know no, definitely a supporter.
5: Guy. Great guy. But I will tell you this in their defense, and this was a conversation that I had with uh a brand ambassador from McAllen, you know, during the pandemic, um I guess in 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 a joking way. Everybody's at home thinking, well, I think we may die. Well, no one was at home drinking cheap stuff. Um, They were drinking the good stuff. And uh, that caused uh, a problem for us once we were able to open our doors because the suppliers, I mean, they were just, uh, his exact words to me. I said, hey, listen, I need Macallan 18. I need a a case of Macallan 18. And uh, he says, here's our issue is that it takes 18 years to make Macallan 18. So we can't speed this up. And everybody was at home drinking good stuff. In yeah, the, it was
2: like all all of the allocation and all that it went to what's called off premise. Sure, and so it's like everything went to. I mean, the level of premiumization across the board on tequilas, on rums, on on whiskeys was crazy. You're right. No, no one was drinking crap at home.
5: There's so many good spirits out nowadays too, man. It's it's really it's challenging to to really stay to one thing. I mean, in our demographic. And what I mean by that, our guests are typically, let's say, 30s to 50s, kind of set in their ways. You know, once you get to a certain point in life, you say, hey, listen, that, you know, McAllen is what I drink. Yeah, I don't what want to mess around. I want to Gun what I drink. Yeah. You know, so it's very challenging in that world when you come in. And, and it really translates to our world in the cigar industry as well. When you come in with a new product and, you know, what do I pitch to the guy that drinks McAllen 18? You know? Hey, would you like to try that? Uh, hey man, stop playing games. Give me uh give me my drink. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that that we focus on is we're in the business of listening, um, not arguing. You know, so yeah, we want to please our guests, we want to make sure we make recommendations, and when there's new new products out, we give them some samples and we do tasting events. Every month we do a cigar and whiskey pairing, cigar and rum pairing, cigar and bourbon pairing. Um I think we're one of the only um lounges that Every cigar event that we do, we offer the guest a complimentary bottle of the spirit that
2: we're featuring. You know, you started doing that in downtown. And the first time I saw that, I was like, what? Like you, you'd get a bottle of Glenlivet or whatever yeah. it was. When you,
5: purchase, when you purchase a box of what we're featuring, yeah. one of the perks is you have the option of getting a discount on what we're featuring that day. Or a complimentary bottle of what we're featuring that day, and those bottles at times could be upwards of sixty, seven, yeah. eighty dollars. So we've done it with uh, Balvini, we've done it with McAllins, we've done it with Glen Levitt. We always want to pair it something very tasteful with that cigar to where it becomes a no-brainer.
2: And when you do, i um, now now I'm curious uh, because although I've known about that and I've been impressed by it, I don't think I've ever attended one because we're busy as hell over here too. So. What do you do on the, like to, is it a guided pairing? So does the spirits person uh, present there the different expressions? And then does the cigar person present whatever cigar you're pairing with that? How does that, in how does that cases, whole thing work? In most cases. Or is it just um, like, here you go, here are the three, let's go, free for well, all? Well, in most cases, we try to pair it with that spirit,
5: with, with that uh, cigar brand. But we do have multiple facings of that cigar brand. So, you know, we try to give and cater to, to our crowd where we'll have something light, medium, full, so on yep. and so forth, you know, we, you can't really please everyone, so we try to find something that's going to cater to most. So that's what we usually do is we try to find something that's going to cater with a medium blend that will cater to most of our guests' palate. Um, but, you know, there's no there's 100 no proof.
2: Well, there is 100 proof, but it's, yeah. uh, it's usually a spirit. So, uh, so that's cool, man. That's good stuff. So Tabacón is set to open May 20th which is, coincidentally, Cuba's Independence Day. Well, back when Cuba (laughs) gained its independence from Spain, Uh, which also coincidentally is when we launched Cigar Snob. We launched it at that festival, like I talked earlier. So the 20th, Tabacón opens. Uh, What's the address of the place? That way people can find it who are from out of town and may travel.
5: Tabacón Cigars and Spirits is 5241 Northwest 87th Avenue. It's suite D as in dog 109. Um, we are right on Eighty Seventh Avenue, facing uh, the Blue Monster, facing Trump National.
2: Yep, and uh, you're next to Sports Grill, which is fantastic. You can have Miami's best
5: wings. Talk about a partnership, those guys, man. I mean, it's it's as if we've known each other for twenty years.
2: That's awesome. Uh, we've we've always been fans of Sports Grill. When you're when you're when you're into wings, Sports Grill is where you go. No
3: question about it, right? Yeah, but there's so many great options. I love Sports but There's so many great options in that specifically the wings for me No, I'm saying in that downtown Doral. Oh yeah, I love Sports but there's so many great options. in there. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. But uh, and
2: then there are future projects uh, in the hopper. Do you want to talk about those or no?
5: There are future future projects. Well, we're gonna we're gonna keep people in suspense on that one. Um, but there are future projects in the makings. Um, so by another future baby? projects we mean Another baby. Yeah, new babies. Another another baby or babies.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, we are talking about cigar lounges. Thanks. Yes. Ivan. Thanks for confusing people. <laughs> yeah, man.
5: I'm uh, I'm kind of a masochist. Uh, yeah, I've learned that I have a construction problem. I uh I finish one, I get started right on the other one. Um, but it's you know the, I I really love the challenge. I really do. Cool. And uh, one of the things that I really enjoy is that they're each unique, and in my opinion, they're only getting better.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, so that was part of why we brought you on today, is to talk about that sort of evolution of your view as a retail owner, as a lounge owner, right? So that downtown cigar bar, very small, very cozy, Coral Gables, very high-end, still just as cozy though. And then now Tabacón, right. Triple the size. So yeah, I just, uh, I'm excited for you. I I can't wait to see the new place once it's, yeah, obviously we've been there several times to, to set up where the artwork goes and all that, but, uh, can't wait to see it open. Can't wait to see that success. And the next ones, man. So congratulations Congratulations. on all your success.
5: Really appreciate the invite, man. I mean, I'm, I'm honored and, uh, and to be able to to share these experiences with a fellow uh, a Carol City brother, like we say. Uh, you know, not too bad for two kids from Carroll City.
2: Yep. Well, thank you again, brother. Thank Congrats. You guys. Cheers.
4: Cheers. Cheers.
1: I'll tell you what, I I got to meet Ozzy. Actually, I I'm here, I would almost say sort of six degrees of Kevin Bacon because of
4: Ozzy. Because, you're right,
1: you're right. Because I w- I interviewed you for another project that I had, Eric, yep, yep. and we did it at Galeano's, which is an Ozzy Gomez establishment, and that's how we became friends, and all of a sudden, here I am.
2: Yep,
3: yep. That's Galeano cool. is my home base yeah, shop, though. Yeah. It's, it's right by my house, so. Uh, it's
4: it's a, it's a a the I got live music there. I was there
2: for their four-year anniversary this this past Saturday. It was awesome. Jam packed, like I had to open doors just to just to let people breathe. There was so many people there. It was yeah. awesome. It was a great time.
1: Ama- amazing place. You know, great staff. Everybody's so welcoming. The, in the staff guy. is
2: unbelievable. Yes, I think that's one of the one of the things we did not mention earlier in the non negotiables mm-hmm. because you i i, I didn't mention in the non negotiables because you don't know what you're going to get until you walk in for the first time, right? So. Uh, But the service is excellent, excellent at Galeano. And I imagine, or I expect it to be the same or better at Tabacón, their newest uh, location.
1: Yeah, and, and he's got a spot in Fort Lauderdale, downtown Cigar Bar. And yep, of course, that was their first. Yeah, and then of course now with Tabacón coming, I tell you what, the Aussie's doing big things. Big things out here in, in, in South Florida. If you're ever down in the Fort Lauderdale, Coral Gables, Doral, Miami area, you got to check out downtown Cigar Bar. Galeanos and now Tabacón, Yep, which is which is gonna be amazing. So thank you for Aussie for hanging out with us. And of course, the best segment now is 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 what did we learn today? Ivan, what did you learn today? I'm not
3: going with the Cloitus.
1: <laughs> cloitus. <laughs> I think that's something else. I think
3: that, <laughs> and say it, right? I,
1: I think that's what you get for hanging out with, you know. Women of ill repute. If you, get yes. to,
2: you get some cloitus.
3: Yeah, you,
2: you get the cloitus.
3: Because I still don't know what it means. No. <laughs> <laughs> Empalagoso is what it means. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I know what you guys like now when you're looking at uh, places to go hang out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that, uh, that helps me when I have to recommend something on well,
2: where
1: we and, should go And the go day to. you
3: actually invite me to anything. Uh, all the, you know we hang out a lot. Don't go there. <laughs> don't go there.
2: Well, I learned Eric. that Ivan's Ivan's rum rum dial is dialed in. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, right? right? Freaking nailed that thing.
1: I mean, I mean, he got this thing from the jump. From the jump. Oh, that was awesome! And what I learned today is, by the way, I'm having a Scrabble contest. <laughs> I'm having a little a little, a little yeah. game night yeah. on Saturday at the house. So, mm-hmm. Eric, I expect you to be there. You're going to be my ringer. You know, dro- dropping cloying and and all sorts of. SAT words. Yeah, my man, my man. You you, you got like a fifteen eighty, right? Something like that. <laughs> I don't think there is. Something. I was more of an S-A-M of an ACT. You're an guy. ACT guy, huh? More of, yeah, my college was an ACT.
4: Ah, oh, so, okay.
1: So I think I got like a four
4: or something. <laughs> Okay. But,
1: you know, anyway, listen, we want to thank you, of course, for making this happen. None of this happens without you. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out the Facebook channel uh, for all the, of course, the mailbag segment. we got a brand one, new one that just dropped. Good yep. stuff. And, of course, right here where you get your fine podcasts, the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. For Eric and Ivan, I'm merely Jim. Thanks for hanging out with us. I drink to you and I drink to your health.
0: You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.